This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. This is Kelly, Kurt, and Chris, and today we are talking about customer service. Customer How bad service. your customer service, Chris? Oh, no. We, we do pretty well just because I teach it like crazy because I grew up learning from my parents. Like if we went out to eat or something and the waitress was crabby that day or whatever, you had bad customer service. I mean, they would always talk about how important customer service is. And so I grew up with that. And then therefore, now I teach it to the counselors to make sure we do it well too. My, my other career, I guess, was uh, hotel management. And so customer service is a huge uh, thing because uh, I was mm-hmm. the front office manager of, uh, for the front desk, obviously, check in, check out, and all the phones and everything else. So customer service is, yeah, very, very important. Uh, so I'm excited. Okay, Chris can start. So this first one we teach to our CITs because part of registration um, after the campers and the parents and stuff go through all the registration process, a CIT is their tour guide that leads them to their cabin and will show them, hey, here's your cabin, blah, blah, blah. And so a lot of times it's a fairly decent walk to get to that cabin. And so we teach this to our CITs so that way they're not just silent and it's not an awkward walk the entire way to their cabin. Um, and we talk about, and it's, it's the kiss. And so unfortunately that's, I mean, you don't want them kissing each other, but um, what it stands for K-I-S-S. So the first thing is a, a no, did you know? And so the CIT has, and that we teach them this and then we make them practice it. So usually it's the same thing every week. But so they'll say something like, oh, did you know that this year at camp, we, whatever, we have a new game room? Or did you know at this year at camp, we have this new game? So they have a, did you know? Um, the I is all about themselves. I, I am here as a CIT this summer and I am doing this. And I came to camp when I was younger too. Um, then there's something they're excited about. So you ask the camper, hey, is there something you're super excited about to be here this week? What, what are you super excited about? And then the other S is, is there something maybe you're nervous about that then the CIT can help calm those nerves? And so when they go, oh, I am a little nervous, you know, about staying all night. Oh, you'll be fine. I've done this so many years. You know, it's a blast. And that first night is a little scary, but it's really fun and you enjoy it, and there's so many things to do and blah, blah, blah. And so we tell all of our CITs, you go through. Now, unless the campers, sometimes you have campers like my daughter, Rora, who will just talk the entire time anyway. And you don't need to have yeah, this. Yeah, she will. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> If not, this is how you avoid those awkward, silent walks to the cabin. Is this a CIT walking one camper? It's it's usually one or if they're brothers and, and siblings. So it's a family. So the parents are with them. Okay. Gotcha, oh, gotcha. okay. Gotcha. I was okay. thinking group for some reason. Yeah, no. So as soon like, as... How do they get through all that? Yeah. So parents and families will come through. They'll register their kids. And then they walk with the parent to and the camper to the cabin. So they're carrying luggage. They're and we okay. teach the CITs part of customer service. They're they're essentially the bellhop, I guess, because they're helping. They're grabbing a bag to help carry to, and they're walking them. Because um, a lot of our especially new campers don't know where the turtle cabin is. They don't know where the rabbit cabin is, and so we have them as tour guides that will show them where those cabins are because nice. the cars like can't get that far. <laughs> so. But we really practice this with them so it doesn't sound 
fake. You know? Okay, something I know. Uh, did you know this? Uh, something about I. <laughs> and so it's right. supposed to just flow naturally and kind of feel like they're being welcoming. Cool. All right. So this one I did when I was a seasonal director, and I think that it is really, really beneficial if you have like lead staff who have to make parent phone calls or even answer the phone. And that is having some of your camper parents already lined up and have that lead staff member call that person, you give them a scenario and they have to practice it with a real camper parent. Uh, so one example was like, so-and-so scraped their knee and got hurt. And now you're having the lead staff call just a, a parent who knows they're getting a phone call from, you know, their in staff who are in training and to go through it and you have it on speakerphone so that the whole group can, can see what you are doing as well. And uh, it's great because you can give it like real time feedback as well to those parent phone calls. Are your parents nice or are they, do they they're, play They're allowed to react however oh. they want to react to. They just know that they know a, a staff member is going to call them. It's part of a training and they, the parent isn't given the scenario ahead of time because it's supposed to mimic like having to, to call a parent mm -hmm. and tell them bad news or tell them, you know, so-and-so got hurt or there was a fight or all the situations that we as directors dread calling parents about. Mm -hmm. uh, but this way it gives them practice and the parent can react however they want to. So if they decide that they want to be the the parent who reacts in a, a negative manner, they can, and that staff member has to react accordingly to customer service. Just don't so have Chris have... be one of the parents. because Oh, I would totally have Chris be one of the parents. If I ever have to do this, Chris, I'm calling you and <laughs> oh, setting no. it up because I know you're going to put fun. my staff through <laughs> oh. I I do that already. I will call people that I like need to talk to, and I'll come like, oh, if I'm calling another camp, I will pretend I'm a disgruntled parent about something and just start in on them. And the, that poor, whoever answers the phone, it's like, um, let me get the director for it. <laughs> oh, so you have so your staff mean. call parents when there's things like that. Not, not here. This is when I was okay. a seasonal director. So we did it amongst the director team, the seasonal director okay. team. And, uh, I just, I just thought it was a really great uh -huh. training tool for anybody who does have to have their staff call parents. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that idea for also day camps of if, if counselors have interactions with parents mm -hmm. face to face is to see if you could bring in a couple of parents that would yeah. role play with them. Good idea. So I think when customer service, one of the first things that the parents are going to have access to is your website. Uh, so navigation, so difficult to, where do I find, you know, where I'm oh. supposed to register or where do I find a list of the activities or where are you? Yes. Can you please put your address and phone number at the <laughs> right. bottom of every page of your website? Oh. It's going to look like ours up until probably about four months ago. Ours looked like MySpace. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're fixing We've it. We've <laughs> changed it. We, we have a new layout. It looks a lot better. So. Yeah. so also frequently asked questions, I think are a big thing. And having a frequently, frequently, I'm just going to say FAQ. FAQ? Having an FAQ <laughs> for, for parents. The big word and then having you. a separate page, an FAQ for campers, because they're going to have two different uh, sets of questions. 
Um, also, I think I am all about about pages. Like I want to know who the director is. I want to know who the program director is. I want, you don't necessarily have to have every staff member, but the key staff members, I Your think you should have staff on there. for sure. Yes. And how to contact. I want to be able to contact. Yeah. Them. From that, from that point. Right. Right. <laughs> and then make registration easy. It should be on uh, every page. Yes. Register now and, and a list of your dates and prices. I mean, it's just, it's not rocket science, but you do have to think about as a parent, if I'm going to my site, what would I want to see? And I think that's a huge first step of customer service. Kelly, does, does anyone just show up at your camp or do they have to ride a bus? We, you mean on like normal days of camp? Mm -hmm. We do both. Just because I was trying to find your address. Like, okay, if I wanted to drive to Kelly's <laughs> camp, I know. And there, I had to go into transportation. Some we need to tweak. <laughs> I am aware because we, we don't have an FAQ page. There's a couple things. We don't have our COVID stuff on our website. It's on our Facebook page. Um, so I, there are a few but things. But I that like I, your simplicity. Yeah, it's very simple. My Everyone knows me. I go over the top. And so mine is not simple. And I keep trying to simplify it. And I, <laughs> it's just, I'm having a our, hard time with it. Our, ours will improve next year. We're looking on doing a lot of restructuring of mm -hmm. things and doing some strategic planning. So ours will be changing again, not, not the, not the layout, not the, the, the bulk of it, but like the information mm -hmm. on the page. Once we, we had to get through this summer first mm -hmm. so that we could restructure and reset yeah. for the fall. That, that has always been my complaint though. When you look up other camps, it is so yeah. hard to find an address for them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where is it under about us? Is it under contact us? Is it under, well, ours is on the trans it should be on the transportation yours page. is under transportation yep yeah. <laughs> so. also i and and the most you know 99 percent of parents who are going to a website are going to know it's an overnight or day camp but mm -hmm. i don't know whenever i look at i'm like is this yep. an overnight camp or is this mm -hmm. a day camp I'm we've like, had people confused about our camp because sure. we're a day camp but we're on 120 acres so we operate very similarly to an overnight yep. camp Right. So we even have people show up at our open house. Here's the thing I've done, with yours I've though. I've done tours and people are like, so where are the, the kids stay for overnight? Not for their kid because they're looking at for day camp. And I'm like, no, we are strictly a day camp. We are just. But yeah. it's in your name. So if yes. it's in your yeah, name. That helps. <laughs> that yes. Help, right? <laughs> so another thing we do in staff training as we talk about customer service is we do a whole kind of little course called questions good counselors ask. And go through some of the questions as when parents show up at the cabin. So all of our counselors are in their cabins already. They're welcoming the kids and, you know, parents will show up with that CIT. They, they drop off their camper. And so then we teach the counselors, okay, here's some things you need to ask. And so you talk to the camper first, Hey, welcome to camp, make them feel special. You always talk to the camper first. That's important. Make them feel, you know, kind of independent. They're staying here for a week. So you don't ask mom first. You want them to feel like they made a good choice by coming to camp. You know, well, what bed do you want? You know, what are you looking for? Blah, 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 things like that. And then you talk to the parents and say, hey, you know, is there anything I need to know? And a lot of times parents say, oh, no, no. So then you got to get a little more in depth. Oh, you know, is there, you know, how, how many times has your camper been away from home staying in another place? Do they go stay at grandma's or something? And this gives the counselors immediately, they know this kid's going to be homesick or not. Because if the parent says, oh, this is their first time away from home, you have a pretty good guess that kid's going to be homesick. 
And so then we talk about, is there any, um, at night, you know, is there any, does he need to go to the bathroom right before bed? Is there going to be any issues? So that way, cause we have counts or we have parents that won't tell our counselors that their kid has a chronic case of bedwetting. And so we, you know, you ask that right off the bat, we teach them to ask, is there any foods that they really just hate that are disgusting that you can plan ahead for? And, and the counselors have kind of all of these things and they take little notes if they're really good and they can take mental notes, but just having those, here's good questions you can ask your camper or your camper and your counselor parent so that you know these in advance. Don't just say hi, but, you know, really get invested right off the bat. And so that way, you know, these things, and then that helps you become a better counselor throughout the week. You have that better customer service because you know all these things about your camper ahead of time from asking these questions. Do your counselors have like a clipboard with these questions on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. yep. I've already forgotten the kiss thing. I, yeah. I, other I, than I the fact that I wrote it down. Yep. yep. Right. Because mm-hmm. you, you'll forget. I, I find that with staff. Especially during training week when you yeah, cram You forget so all much. that stuff. You yep. cram so much. Well, and I think we've talked about it here before. Part of my registration when the parents actually sign up, there's a whole questionnaire for the parents on there too. Like, what is your child, you know, excited? Are they shy? Are they outgoing? And and all these kind of questions that the parents ask ahead of time. And we also give those to the counselors so the counselors know, hey, I'm, you know, I got two shy kids and the rest of my cabin is all crazy outgoing, overly excited. Um, and so they have that ahead of time. But just having all that knowledge in advance really helps you be a better staff member because you know all this stuff. Oh, my campers are so bored. I need a new activity at camp. Have you thought about an escape room? An escape room? That's a great idea. But where do I start? You should go to patchworkmarketplace.com where we have a variety of escape room resources. Oh, do you have like smaller escape rooms? What happened to Halloween is the perfect resource for you. It's a 15 minute escape room mini game. What if I want to do all virtual? Well, there's two choices for that. Time Quest Virtual Escape Adventure, which is a 60 minute game, or What Happened to Halloween, which is more of a 20 to 30 minute game. Both of these are on PowerPoint and come with all the instructions you need. Hmm, that sounds awesome. But maybe, maybe I want just something kind of to sit on a table. You're in luck. We've got a tabletop escape games workshop that'll be perfect for you. That sounds super neat. But you know, now I'm thinking maybe I want more mobile. We've got the do-it-yourself escape crate instructions. That's super neat. We do love escape rooms at my camp. I've even thought about maybe doing one on a trail or something. Do you have anything like that? Do we? You've got to check out our Creating a Mystery Trail workshop. That's rad. How about any of those snazzy all done for me games? Oh, definitely. You have to check out the Dr. Beekerman's Time Lab escape room, or if you want something more themed, check out the Harry Potter themed escape room game. Ooh, that sounds awesome. You know, maybe I am feeling like I want to build my own though. Well, then you definitely need to either check out the low cost escape room workshop or get a couple of our books like the how to create a low cost escape room book and the 101 puzzles for low cost escape rooms. This has been super helpful, but I have just one more question for you. 
I'm all ears. Where in the world do I get all this amazing stuff? Only at patchworkmarketplace.com. Patchworkmarketplace.com, you say? Patchworkmarketplace.com. I'm going there right now. Yeah. My next one is AMP. It's an acronym for Ask, Mirror, Prime, and Paraphrase. All the words. It comes from (laughs) Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. It's a fantastic book. Highly recommend it. If I could have a book club with my lead staff prior to camp this year, I don't have the, I didn't have them all hired in advance enough to be able Mm -hmm. to do this, but this is the book that I would read. It is all about crucial conversations, tough conversations and tools for having those conversations, but it also goes into active listening. So ask is asking those open-ended questions. Mirroring is kind of repeating what that person is saying, but also like with your body language and really mirroring kind of that empathetic um, conversation. Prime is really trying to gear up and get to the the true root or like meeting the need of that that uh, action or the conflict that you might be having that conversation about. And when I say conflict, they don't necessarily mean like a true butting heads conflict. There can be good conflict too in conversation. And then paraphrase is paraphrasing to kind of repeat truly what that person has said, but in your own words so that you can try and understand what they are saying. So this way, if you have not heard it correctly, the other person can correct you. So really just big active listening. Uh, If you are a big YMCA background, it would be listen first. And it's almost, almost identical. This just has an acronym. So I use this one more so with active listening than I do with the listen first from the Y. Nice. What's the book again? Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. All right. So kind of going off that, I think that checking in and checking out are key points. Uh, I know, Chris, you kind of talked about that as well. If your staff has, I know there's a lot of, say, day camps where the parents come up and they check in and out with one or two people and then they go off. But if you have your staff, they've got contact with the parents directly or like in Kelly's case where they're, they, they've got, uh, maybe there's one or two bus staff that have conversations with parents or if they drive their kids to the cabin and that type of thing. I think the customer service there is teaching your staff how to shake a hand Maybe not these days, uh, but also just smiling. You know, you, you get you yeah. get nervous and you don't smile, but just smile is is huge. Eye contact. Eye contact, uh, and just kind of <laughs> maybe role playing over and over what that looks like. Uh, but I think the staff need to know how to effectively speak with parents without getting so nervous. There's just some key things like that. Yeah. Uh, next on my list is a couple of things we just teach the counselors uh, what to do. And one of the things is smile while you're talking on the phone, especially. Um, you can hear uh, people are happier if you smile when you, you talk on the phone. So I make 
uh, point to that. And and also while talking with other people, um, unless it's a super serious situation, you know, but smile while you're talking to people and telling them about camp because you sound happier. You you have that. I know that is one of the things too, as you talk, you know, how you feel about something comes through your talking. And so I have people tell me all the time that they can, oh, I just hear your passion, your love for camp as you talk. And I, it's just because I enjoy it. So enjoy what you're talking about and, and it comes through and you know, you're happy. You're talking about, it, you're excited. Have that. Think about your favorite thing. If it's NASCAR, if it's Pokemon, how do you talk when you talk about that and mimic that when you talk about your camp too, that really helps that customer service. So my next one is having a parent panel or some way to get parent expectations into staff training. Mm. I have been in situations, even when you can't get the parents to camp physically, I have asked camper parents to write a letter to the staff on their expectations of when their child is at camp, what are they expecting the staff to do with that kid? This worked out really, really well a few years ago. And I split up my, my groups into their age groups. So the counselors of the younger half of camp were together. The in-training group was together. And then another group of the youth camp also grouped up and they did it with their lead staff. And so the lead staff facilitated the conversation of these letters that they read with their group and kind of, they talked about like, what were the expectations that this parent noted, different things of that nature. And how can we you know, cater to their expectations to uphold these expectations so that when the kid goes home, the parent feels those expectations were met. Uh, so if you can't get parents up there to do a, a true parent panel, letters work great too. Uh, if you have that parent, write those letters and then send them to you. Cool. A lot of expectations. Yes. <laughs> Lots of expectations. Uh, my next one is to respond respond as a director, respond to calls that come in. You have messages, respond to those. If there are comments left on your, on social media, respond to them. I think mm. that's a big part of customer service is just being responsive when you need to be. Yeah. Uh, next one of the things we teach our staff, and I don't actually know where I found this because I tried to Google it the other night and I couldn't find it, but we call them Disney rules for guest relations. So I learned this from somewhere and apparently it's a little, I mean, what Disney has now is a little bit different that I found out there, but all of our Disney rules. And so I'm going to list them kind of fast here for you. There is no, I don't know. It's a, I will find out if you mm -hmm. don't know. Um, you're always positive. If you see trash, pick it up. Look the part you're playing, and this goes into body language. So how you talk to someone is, is your body language as that goes across. Stay off your phones. Oh, my goodness. Even if you're not communicating, uh, parents that come by and just see a staff member sitting there on their phone, whether it's their break, whether it's whatever, it, that automatic, oh, there's a lazy staff member just playing on their phone. Kids these days, that's all they do, you know? And, and so stay off your phones. Don't, be, don't sit out where someone can see you playing on your phones. Uh, be on your best behavior. Always smile. We kind of talked about make eye contact with the person talking. And another thing that, that we've learned, uh, Disney does not allow their staff to wear sunglasses because you can't make eye contact well with sunglasses. And so I've learned I, I have very sensitive eyes. And when I'm outside, I have sunglasses on all the time. And so I've learned that when I'm talking with a parent, I take my sunglasses off so I can make that eye contact with them. 
You've learned that you will never work for I know. Disney. <laughs> yeah, I, know that I, I know I have my own issues, so I try and work on that. Uh, help them feel comfortable with you by being professional. And we teach this to the counselors. Yeah, you can be that fun, crazy counselor, but parents, when, when they see you being crazy, goofy, they don't feel comfortable with you when they show up. And so make sure you're professional there for them so they understand, hey, my kid's going to have a good time but this person is also well-trained. They're not just a goofball. Um, be better than you actually are. Strive to do better. You may be in a grouchy, crabby mood that day. Don't show it. Be better. Be better. Um, if, you, if you make a promise, do it. Be willing to go big. I like that one. And then the last one I have is the customer. Did. Yeah. The customer is not always right, but they always deserve our respect. And so while some... Mm, while some parents <laughs> are not right, we Do still they? have to be respectful. Well, I mean, you look at a lot of Karen situations, and and Kurt knows that I get stuck on those in TikTok that I will go, oh my goodness, I will <laughs> Well, a lot of those are no one de-escalated the situation. It's the okay, you're gonna be a Karen, so I'm gonna come right back at you and make it even worse. And and the no I don't know if there's anyone out there that when you come back at somebody, you start attacking them. No one has ever like, Oh, you know what? You're right. I, I was wrong in the first place. Let me stop. But if you try and deescalate the situation, you give them respect as much as you can, that, that helps deescalate. It doesn't make it worse. Well, you talk about Disney and like when a parent complains, then Disney has their last model L A S T. So listen, mm -hmm apologize, solve the problem, and then thank them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's a good one to kind of keep in your pocket as well Yep, for complaints. So my last one is just role model. Be, be a role model so that those who are around you can see it, just especially like with de-escalating a situation. Uh, that's a great segue for, you know, in those situations, if you're mirroring or or matching their energy for mm -hmm. someone who is complaining, it's just going to make the situation worse. So, so model the behavior that you want to see out of them. And that will usually event eventually bring them down. Uh, <laughs> but like, if they're up in your face and yelling, have a calm collected voice as opposed to up in their face and yelling too, because it'll help deescalate that situation. I'd say, unless you're my wife, because <laughs> she gets mad when I stay calm and, and I don't join her in the anger. <laughs> and so that just ticks her off even more when I'm like, Oh, now let's talk about that. How can we fix it? Oh. <laughs> Uh, my next one is to have a system so no messages fall through the cracks. And I think this is a big thing where, you know, if, if somebody takes a phone call, maybe they write it on a, just a scrap piece of paper and then you never get it. Or if there's, you know, maybe they have a message pad, but, and they just kind of stick it on your door and that falls down. Think about your system and make sure that it works well for your office and that you always get the messages that you need or that the cook gets the messages they need or, you know, whoever the person is, there needs to be a system, a system in place. So the right person gets the right message. Yeah. 
Uh, next on my list is being proactive. Go out and actually try and and have that customer support. You know, go and find somebody. Don't just sit and wait for someone to come to you at camp. You know, you see someone out there, they look. I, I know I have this all the time uh, when I go, especially to like the giant home stores. So Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's. Finding someone to help you buy, you know, spend my entire savings on one piece <laughs> of plywood is so hard. <laughs> And it's like, be proactive. You know, you see somebody like me looking around like, okay, what going out? Hey, is there something I can help you with? And having that proactive customer service is so much better. Uh, some people are just afraid to ask for help or ask for directions or ask for whatever. And so go and be proactive on it. Uh, last one I have is actually a quote from Walt Disney. And his quote is, do what you do so well that they will come back and they will tell their friends. I think that's so important for camp and, and we have, I have pushed what if this dancing quote, is what I can do so well, then do it, do it okay. so well, Kurt, that people will come back and watch you and they'll tell their friends. I know I tell my <laughs> friends every time you're dancing, they'll tell so. my friends, they'll tell their friends not to watch, yeah. stay away from that kook. But in the last eight years, I've been here at camp. Good news. That is one thing we, I think have really strived and done well at is families telling other families, Oh, you need to come to this camp. And that's how we get, I mean, that's how we've grown in our numbers over the years is because people go home and they tell their friends and that's what you want. So you want to do what you do so well that people are telling, I can't talk. People are telling others about you. So you'll have more campers. Word of mouth. Yeah. Best marketing marketing. tool there is. (laughs) Awesome. All right. A lot of good stuff cool beans um and this is i say as you're listening to this it's probably it might be depending on when you started your camp might be the middle of your summer it might be just as you're beginning uh but if you haven't taught customer service strategies to your counselors and staff this is a great time to take a pause and and do that at some point and so have a spe- special midsummer training or right before you start actual training if you haven't yet yeah, and, Get on it and yeah do a little class on this and teach counselors, teach your staff how to do this. So I think, I think in service training is, is almost better than pre-camp yeah. training because mm-hmm. you're in the, the thick of it. Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I can apply that to this. Or right you've now. seen this situation. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's always a good thing. Cool. Well, from around the campfire, this is Chris. This is Kurt. And Kelly. Thanks for listening. See ya.